Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I'm Stacey Bellward, the host of the Connected Families podcast. Welcome to our community. We are people committed to pursuing God's grace and truth for ourselves and then daily working to pass that grace and truth on to our children. I'm so glad that you're here with us today. Well, you know, right off the bat, I want to let you know that Connected Families has two courses that are really our heavy hitters in content. They're Discipline That Connects with Your Child's Heart, and the second one is Sensitive and Intense Kids. They are both available for an individual or a small group to go through any time of the year. But once a year, we discount the price of one and then the other later in the year, and we add a bonus. And I'm really excited about the bonus. I'll tell you more about that later. But, you know, right now, the Sensitive and Intense Kids online course is discounted by 30%, which brings the cost down to $98. And if that's still totally out of your range, there are scholarships. Well, the course was years in the making. We released it last year in 2023, and over 800 families have taken the course already. It's very exciting for us. Well, I have a question. Are you a parent who has either said or maybe thought, my child is out of control or this child is disrupting the whole family? In today's podcast, my guests and I are going to talk about a short video that we call Rocks in the Backpack. It helps us as parents understand what's going on inside of our child. Well, there's a fantastic resource that you can get that will help you introduce this concept of an invisible backpack filled with things like stress and disappointment. You can introduce that to your kids. Tap through to the show notes to get that resource. It has coloring sheets. It's a great one. We'll talk more about it in the show. Well, today I want you to hear from one of the families who have gone through the course. I invited Louisa and Jarrett to come onto the show. We're going to hear their story. So Jarrett and Louisa, welcome. Welcome to the Connected Families Podcast. (laughs) So good to be here. So I know you guys are in middle America. Can you introduce yourselves and your family to everyone in the Connected Families community? We're Luis and Jarrett. We've been married now 10 years. We just celebrated our anniversary. We have six children. Our, our first three are awaiting us in heaven. Different stories with grief in that. And then we uh, were blessed to adopt twins from Colombia back in 2019. And then just a couple of years ago, we had our, our other our baby, John Paul, born to us naturally. So, so yeah. <laughs> We're busy. Awesome. Good. Luisa, you are originally from Colombia. Is that correct? That is correct. I was born and raised in Colombia, and then I went to college in Iowa, and then I found Jared, and then, <laughs> then the rest is history. And you stayed. <laughs> That's awesome. I think people know that my husband is from the UK. He's Scottish. So, you know, we love interracial marriages. It's fun and all the accents. And I know everyone wants to know the accent, even in our family when we're together. (laughs) It's so great to have you in our community. And I know that you both have come through the coaching certification program. And so you are all in and even meeting with clients so people can meet with you if they are interested and walk through some of the Connected Families materials. But what I wanted to talk to you today about is I know that the sensitive and intense course that we launched last year has been significant in your lives as you parent your children. So I want to talk to you about that. And so could you just start off telling us a little bit about the before? Now, I know you have lots of training, 
<laughs> in lots of different <laughs> ways and even adoption. But what was life like with the kids beforehand? Before we were running into daily struggles that we didn't understand why they were happening. So meltdowns over simple things that we noticed that it wasn't the case for other people. Sleep issues. There's just a lot of trouble other people don't have. Which would affect also how our day went, because as you all know, without a good night's sleep, then you're running into stress and tiredness throughout the day. And so it was a lot of discouragement. And at first it's like, okay, just one day, just one month, just one year. But then it's like, what is happening? Like, we seem to just be in this rut. And then there's also shame in it because we, like, we want to be good parents, right? But you just end up resorting to almost like your natural instincts. So like, does the need to control? Like this has to change right away, right now. And so then we become angry parents and that's not who we want to be. And so that's where we were before the sensitive and intense course. And also we were very discouraged because looking at how older generations parented or our peers were parenting and, and when their kids would have a behavior, they could just kind of nip it and, and control that behavior, kind of shut it down, whether like for us, like screaming, constant screaming around company or aggression or outbursts. Mm -hmm. And for us, we couldn't do that. We couldn't control it. And we had to find different ways, which didn't look good to people around us. Oh, yeah, I think we should maybe talk about that. But I did hear you use the words that we hear a lot from families, which is a lot of discouragement, a lot of mm -hmm. shame. And really, that's hopelessness, right? It's when parents don't yeah. know what to do to help mm -hmm. their child. That feels so hopeless. Like, how are we going to get ourselves out of this rut? And I think that, you know, that's the heart of, you know, I, I know Lynn, who wrote the course, saw that in so many people and just wanted to bring tools to help. And Louisa, you talked about the diagram inside the course that really brought a lot of hope to you. Do you want to describe it? We actually sent it out to our mailing list last week. So it's the stress cycle and then the hope cycle. Do you want to talk about that in a second and how that really brought clarity? Absolutely. So I mean, it's no mistake that the diagram is titled The Road to Hope because it really brings so much hope. We want to be in this healing cycle where we see our kids grow, our kids progress, our kids be able to understand their feelings and their emotions and know that we're there to help them. But that can't happen if we're constantly in the stress cycle when we have all these beliefs and they have all these beliefs that they're bad kids, that they're, that they're not safe and that everybody's against them. Which, of course, they feel that way when we're constantly saying, no, don't do that. No, don't do the other thing. Please stop. Please don't touch that. Or And so knowing that there are ways to get out of that stress cycle into the healing cycle is so uplifting. It just brings so much peace and motivation and encouragement, especially when before you've been stuck in this rut of despair. Do you guys remember the backpack video? Do you remember it from the course? Yes. It is a wonderful video. Our kids loved it when we were doing the course. We showed it. Actually, Jared showed it to them. Over and over and over. Okay, so over. let me review yes. it really quick for everyone listening. We're going to actually attach it yes. in the show notes so anyone can go click through and watch it. But essentially, it's a little cartoon video that 
shed so much light on a child, especially a sensitive and intense child's experience in the day. And so the idea is that a child walks through the day with this invisible backpack. And in that backpack, they go through the day experiencing maybe a rejection. And that's like a big rock and it boom, goes into the backpack or disappointment. That's another rock in the backpack. Stress, another one. Until they get home and maybe dad cuts the sandwich wrong and hands it to them and then explosion and the, the parent <laughs> is sitting there going what in the world seriously this explosion over me cutting the sandwich we love that backpack and you said you showed it to your kids what was your kids reaction Jarrett? that was so helpful i mean they're four 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 and two and so we watch things over and over and over with me narrating and narrating a little at a time and and but yeah over time they, they start to understand kind of this building up the backpack and then and then the big blow up and labeling those feelings and so for them that was really helpful for me it was really helpful too just what lynn calls stress unloading and so when we hit these like preschool pickup situations where things just go wild and and we don't know why it's like okay this is fine we're gonna unload stress and it's gonna be ugly but i'm gonna help them get that energy out and the body will calm down in a little bit and we'll get there Mm -hmm. it's hopeful and then the exercise, as you're watching the course, there are different exercises that you're encouraged to do at home. And so one of them is like, okay, watch this video and then put a backpack on and then, you know, put cans or things that are heavy in the backpack and then label them as something that could have happened hypothetically at school. And so then we did that with our kids and all of them, like including our two-year-old was walking with this. <laughs> heavy backpack full of cans you know and it was just so fun just seeing them feel like yeah this could have been you know I I didn't get the type of snack I wanted at school or I didn't want to put my coat on because it was I couldn't zip it up or you know simple things that they started mentioning and then later on in real life like real time picking up the kids at school and then seeing in their faces all these things and being able to say like, wow, your backpack is really heavy today, isn't it? You know, and then it's just like you can tie all the elements from the course into playfulness and then into actually understanding, oh, my goodness, this is what's happening in me. And then in us too, like sometimes we go from work and it's like my backpack <laughs> is like about to explode. Give me some tea, you know, <laughs> so it goes all around. Yeah, one of the great things we learned in the course is that we are sensitive and intense too, and and being aware of our own sensitivity and our own intensity and and how we're stuck in the stress cycle as children in that volcano, and and we need someone to bring us to the road to hope, to to the healing cycle, and that's the Lord, right, yeah. primarily, and then that's our spouse, and and maybe a good friend can do that for us so that we can lead our kids there. That was also a game changer for us because with, you know, as you mentioned, we've had a lot of training with adoption and everything, but this one being Christ-centered is so life-changing. Like before we were trying to, we knew our children needed safety, like obviously, you know, how are you going to bring attachment without safety? But Mm. down to the core beliefs, we cannot pull safety out of thin air. When I'm feeling overwhelmed, when I'm feeling like I just can't do this for the thousandth time today, what's going on? You know, I am not safe and no matter how many glasses of water I drink, it's just not going to happen, right? But when we think, you know, like it says here in the Road to Hope, when I know that God is going to lead us into healing and I don't know how it's going to look like, but I know for sure that he's here, 
then it's like, whoosh, it just like, just washes over you, you know? And again, I've said this so word, but it's uplifting. I think I love that word so much because I felt so low, so down and so uplifting. It brings me life. He takes us out of the stress cycle. He connects with us. He brings us to that healing cycle at Oasis. And then we can lead our kids there. And that's what we teach here at Connected Families. We want to go to the Lord first and get safe with him, receive his grace and truth so that we can pass it on. It's just this principle that undergirds everything we do. It's faith first. And then the course is packed, right? With tools and resources and really practical things like, you know, go buy a bouncy trampoline and put it in your yard and, you know, have the kids go out and bounce a few times a day. But it's, I mean, it's a lot more than that. It's a whole sensory program that parents can incorporate into their daily life with their kids to help them release some of that stress overload. There's just so much. Is there, is there anything else that you'd like to say about that? Just like, all the tools and ideas for helping parents each day. There is so much. There's so much. And and it's been so helpful for us to just pick out a few of those nuggets at a time and, and apply those with our kids and try those things out and see how they work, right? And then I would say right now, we've probably applied maybe 10% of the course, you know? There's so much more and we keep going back to it. We're going on another deep dive in it right now and we're learning all kinds of things. This course is going to feed us for years. It's so packed. And the tools is not only like, just try this and try that and try the other thing, but it's like, this is why it might help your child. This is how their brain might be acting, you know? And so go ahead and try it and see, be curious, see what the difference is as they're trying this. Because maybe for instance, with the swing, our son loves the swing, but there are movements that make him even more dysregulated, even though he loves it, you know? And so it's like, oh, okay, well, the swing is really good, but when he uses it this way, not when he uses it that way. And so how do we playfully change that, right? And so that's what I love so much about the course is it gives you the tools, it explains the why, and it gives you freedom to try different ways according to your child, right? Because not every single child is the same. We have three at home and each one of them is very different. Yeah. Are there other tools that you have incorporated into your daily life with the kids? Tell us about that. Yeah. If you don't mind, we just got back from Colombia. We spent a month there. We like to do that around Christmas with her family. Last year was really difficult for especially our, our most sensitive child, but for, for all of them, a lot of expectations and, and a different environment and a lot of stimulation. And so this year we're like, okay, we're going to take what we learned from the course and really make this work better as much as we can. We have a swing in our basement. We bought another one and we carried it in our suitcase down to Columbia, drilled into the concrete ceiling, installed it in the garage. And, and that was a huge, huge win, right? Having that calming and regulating tool, uh, as well as bicycles going around this garage Going through the airports, we, we have a wagon and our one child would we'd let him push the entire time to stop and get that really good input. The lights, we used the Christmas lights. We brought a set of Christmas lights into our bedroom. And so when he, well, all of them were a little wound up with all the people and all the food and everything, we just take a little break and take him to the room and play some calm music, turn the Christmas lights on and they would just be safe. safe. Yeah, safe mm -hmm. and calm. And we would be having a blast. And as, as we know that he, well, all of them were a little more calm then we would start like changing the music and then they would start jumping on the bed. And then we were like, okay, I think we're ready 
to go out into the world again. But all of those things were ideas that we knew worked with our children because of the course, because Mm -hmm. we've taken little by little chances to put it into practice in our daily lives. So I know because I'm a parent and hey, we're in this world that it's not always all wonderful, is it? Like there are still moments when it all kind of goes a little squirrely. And I'm just wondering, like, what do you do then? What are the truth phrases that you hang on to? How do you reset in those moments? I mean, honestly, there's the times where they go back in the stress cycle and we're still good and our foundation is good. And 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 then there's the times where they go back in the stress cycle and we go in the stress cycle and, and we're all in that volcano together. One of the big phrases that, that I took away from the course was this, identifying underlying beliefs and growing in God's grace and truth is the most important work you do as a parent. That's the foundation of the framework, of course, especially this last month, I've realized that for me, Personally, I need to be taking time to journal with the Lord about every three days, minimum, right? After that, I start to really lose track of myself, my foundation. So when I can check in with him, not just like I do that every day, but like then mm-hmm. then I can receive his grace and truth, receive his assurance and, and strength for at least a couple of days, right? The other thing is I just need to keep in the content and, and I, I need to rewatch some of the sensitive intents or, or other family connected families courses at least once a week to keep myself sharp. Well, I don't know if you know this, but the bonus that we're offering people if they register right now is that they will get the audio only option. So we only offer it for three months. So it's only until March 31st, but people have access to like go on a walk, listen to it in the car. So they can, you know, think podcasts like, and they can have audio only access to the content. I actually had one a mom say, my husband listened to the whole thing because he could listen to it in the car. This is fantastic. So that's a, that's a benefit of registering right now. How about you, yeah. Louisa? When things go haywire, what's your foundation? My foundation in the last couple of months has been thinking, Lord, help me see my children as you see them. Lord, give me your eyes. Because I'm prone to seeing what's going wrong. I'm prone to seeing those things that need to be changed. And again, that's something that the course has been helping me grow into, those bright spots. What are the bright spots? What are those shining moments? What is going well? What is the one moment that usually our kids blow up? And today, they didn't. What? Why do you think that happened, right? And so, God, help me to see those bright moments. Help me to delight in my children. Help me to see what went wrong and how can I be a team with them so that we together can grow in this and continue on that healing cycle. And even sometimes when we're in the stress cycle, I'm able to say like, mommy is in a volcano right now. Mommy (laughs) is feeling like a volcano. I am about to erupt, you know. (laughs) Also part of the sensitive and intense course is the energy level. And so we've used that a lot, the different colors of our energy. So green, and blue, and yellow, and red. And when we have sensitive and intense kids in our families, we can be in the yellow and red a lot, you know, that crazy, wild volcano erupting, lava burning everybody, you know. Uh, But then being able to put the faces of different like um, emojis, or actually cutting from magazines and putting in there and reading Mm -hmm. books and going like, okay, how do you think this character is feeling? 
oh, this yeah. character is feeling blue, this character is feeling red. It's really great. And our sons and our daughter has just loved that mm-hmm. and and grown so much into the emotions, like trying to understand themselves. Oh my goodness, right now I'm feeling this way. That's so good. I think what I'm hearing is awareness to what's going on, but also language, language for ourselves as parents, and then language to teach our kids. And then it becomes the language that helps us understand ourselves and each other and what's going on. And now we can deal with it because we've got language to identify what's happening. And I, you know, you talked about that even in the backpack video and in the, the stress cycle and the hope cycle. It's really good. I'm so grateful that you've been on the show today, Luisa and Jared. Do you have anything that you would like to add to our conversation today? Yes, one more. The soul care part of the course. Yeah. That is just like treasure, you know, just having Lynn or Lydia reading the Bible, giving that reflection over what those words mean to us, parents of sensitive and intense kids, and then holding that dear to our hearts. That is just so wonderful. Those were important videos for us to make. They're really kind of home videos, aren't they? They're just sitting on their couches. It's not in a studio. But we know that the discouragement in parents who have sensitive and intense kids is deep because they're not dealing with easy things. These are hard and there's not a roadmap. Well, we're giving them a roadmap, but there's, there's, there's not a manual, right? And so really we, like you guys said, we knew that these soul care videos would be important because the Lord is the one ultimately who gives us hope and who is the one who guides us and brings life and wisdom and all that we need. Well, Louisa and Jarrett, thanks so much for being on the show today. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. If you could use guidance about why your child is struggling and receive tools to support them, now is the time to go register for the Sensitive and Intense Kids online course. One time a year, we discount the price, making it $98 right now. And there is a bonus until March 31st. You will have access to the audio only version of the course, which makes it really easy. You can go on a walk or drive in your car to listen to the content. We'll tap through to the show notes to get all of the information and to register today. We are a listener-supported organization. Over 50,000 parents like you listen to this podcast every month. Individual donations make the work to equip and encourage families possible. For more information about Connected Families, follow us on Instagram or Facebook or go to connectedfamilies.org.